to producer Sam. That's fantastic. Hey, forget groundhogs. Let's use birds to find out if spring is coming early. They might know more than the rest of us because the birds are coming back. And this is really unusual. They're back actually uh, record-breaking earlier than normal. Renowned ornithologist Stan Temple, Aldo Leopold program is with us. Stan, it's so good to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for inviting me. Give us some perspective. What time do sandhill cranes and other birds typically come back that are now making their way back now? How far ahead of schedule are we? Well, things are really changing very rapidly with climate changes. Winter cold comes later and, uh, and departs earlier. Birds are, birds are adapting to it and responding to it. So sandhill cranes are a great example of a bird that has changed its timing of its migration. Back in Aldo Leopold's day, back in the 1930s and 1940s, sandhill cranes were gone from Wisconsin for four months of the year. They'd leave in late October, early November, and wouldn't be back until March. This year at the Aldo Leopold Center in Baraboo, Wisconsin, we have a crane staging area on the, Baraboo, on the Wisconsin River that hosts 10 to 15,000 sandhill cranes. And this year, they departed at a record late date. January 12th was when the last birds departed. And they were back February 11th. They were barely gone four weeks, not four months. Do they have time? Where do they go? Where where do they go? Do they even have time to rest and check into that VRBO? That's not much time. No, and um, certainly for sandhill cranes in the past, they traditionally went down to the Gulf Coast as far as Florida. Uh, But obviously this year, they didn't go far at all, and probably many of them didn't go any further than Indiana. Oh, my goodness. You know, I think about the canary in the coal mine where, you know, how do birds know when to come back and when not to? What do you think maybe, I know that you said climate change, but how do you think it threw them off or how do they know? Well, for birds like sandhill cranes that are what we call short distance migrants that even in the past only went hundreds of miles south of Wisconsin, uh, they are responding really very directly to temperature. But there's a whole slew of other birds in Wisconsin that go much further on migration, the long-distance migrants that go all the way down to the tropics. And for them, of course, they don't have a clue what the temperature is like here in Wisconsin, so they Ah. don't use temperature to uh, trigger migration. I mean, if you're a a wood thrush lucky enough to spend the winter in Costa Rica, uh, you don't know what's happening to winter weather here in Wisconsin. So instead, those long-distance migrants use photo period or day length and that doesn't change from year to year it's a very reliable way to know when the seasons are changing so a lot of our long distance migrants a lot of warblers and vireos and flycatchers the birds of summer here in wisconsin they're still arriving on pretty much the same schedule that they've always used i'd hate to be the debbie downer in this but could they Could they die in this cold weather? Well, the birds that are coming back 
so early are are pretty tough birds in that they uh, they can handle the the winter weather that we've got still still coming. Uh, it's not to say that they're probably not a bit miserable when suddenly yes. the, the thermometer drops. Like the rest of us. Get, I know, see a lot of them on the wires just shivering. <laughs> little ones. Stan Temple is with us. Stan, how, how long can they fly in a day? The little guys that like go to Puerto Rico or Mexico, how long can they fly in a day and how long do they have to rest? They're little guys with little wings. This is just amazing. Those long-distance migrants almost always migrate at night. Huh. And that means that the next day, they have all day to feed and refuel uh, before they continue. And, of course, how far they fly sort of depends on on what type of bird you're talking about and, of course, whether they have a good tailwind or not. But that example of the Sandhill Crane, for example, they um, are very strong flyers and they migrate with a good tailwind. So a Sandhill Crane can easily put on a couple of hundred miles a day. So that's why birds, cranes that are arriving back in southern Wisconsin, you know, a week or two ago, Indiana was simply a one-day flight for them. And most of the birds that are coming back really early, they are the older birds that already have established territories. And for them, there's a lot of pressure to get back early Get on your territory and defend your turf before the rest yeah. of the younger birds that are looking for a place uh, start coming back. Those Canada geese. Yeah, oh, they're they get naughty. Those time. naughty geese. Hey, I want to ask you quickly about robins. They kind of signify yeah, spring robins. to a lot of people. Are robins coming back early? Yeah. Well, robins are not only coming back early, they're not leaving. So wow. uh, throughout most of southern Wisconsin, we have sort of increasing numbers of robins that choose to spend the winter. And uh, and it's only now, really just this week, uh, that lots of the, the birds that did chose to go south, maybe as far as Missouri or Arkansas, that they're starting to, to come back in response to the warm weather. Well, I grew up with seven birds, so we, we you should come back on. We could keep talking and birding you out. You have indoor birds. Not nerding out, birding out. Yeah, you have indoor birds. Yeah. We are birders, Stan. We are birders. We're into birds here. Let's do this more often. Okay, that's a deal. Stan Temple, renowned, actually world-famous ornithologist, seriously. Stan, thank you so much for making some time for us. You're very welcome.